April 10, 2021. It's a for Pedro's show.
Show happy Saturday. Getting towards the middle of the month, we start out with John Coltrane up against the wall, or I should say, against the wall, right? Because it's kind of uh, yeah, slang talk. Maybe a monk song, huh? Thinking. Uh, anyway, then Super Freak, brand new. Hello. Yeah. Explain me the meme. Yeah, explain me the meme. Yes. Yeah. I I I pronounce it like meme because it's in Italian. It's called meme. I didn't Maybe. know the English pronunciation. Ah, so. uh, yeah, because we're, all, we're fucked up. You have to have somebody say it first because you cannot look. Look at the word ice, I-C-E. How do you pronounce that? Ica? I see. Yeah, Ica. You know, no, no, it's ice. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. So in English. <laughs> no, but uh, I love my Italian English, so I I force it. When, uh, when I discover it, I keep uh, the, the Italian pronunciation. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Because it gets uh, personal, huh? But, but, yes. But I tell you, as many pronunciations I found as people speaking, because the spelling doesn't give you, it only gives you a guess. You have to hear somebody else. And then still, look, I live in a town <laughs> called Pedro. <laughs> yeah, it's just all fucked up. It's okay. It's, uh, the main uh, goal, I think, is to communicate. It's not yes, to be yes. correct. It's not to be correct. <laughs> No, no, but even that I always thought, you know, to speak in English by being Italian, I don't want to be fake, no? I'm true, I'm Italian and I speak my English. I, uh, in some way, I destroy the English. I like, I like the international English so I can destroy it and say things uh, I like. Ah, good point. I like that idea too. So it's like clay, <laughs> ah, it's like clay to take in your hand and you can make your own ceramics. Yes, yes, yeah, that's it. Okay, see, see. Now, I want to talk about your uh, journey through music, please. So, yes. please bring, remember, it's the Watt from Pedro show, so there's no hard questions and there's no wrong answers. But if you can, bring your earliest memory 
regarding music? Uh, earliest memory regarding music. Uh, when I was uh, maybe really a little kid, my uncle uh, he duplicated uh, cassettes of uh, this Italian uh, singer Paolo Conte. And uh, that's my earliest uh, idea of listening to something uh, specific. I was a huge fan of Paolo Conte when I was uh, five, six. I'm still, uh, I'm still a fan of it, but uh, it's something like uh, how it's the earliest uh, memory of, uh, of something that I was uh, passionate with music. Yes, so very important. Was this Bari? It, I was in Bari, but uh, Paolo Conte is uh, from the north of Italy. It's of course. A, it's, of very, course. F- it's very famous. But it was a cassette, right? He wasn't in your house. <laughs> <laughs> the cassette was in my house. Yeah, yes. yeah, but not Paolo. Paolo is up north, okay. But no, uh, no, I, let, me, let me explain the listeners. Yes. People, Bari, if you, if you think of Italy as a boot, Bari is kind of the heel, or the beginning of the heel. And uh, this uh, re- uh, region... Uh, Puglia, and uh, I got to go there. First, many years ago, maybe uh, 15 years ago with Stooges, and then again a few years ago to see Giuseppe's, to be part of his wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, Ben. Yes, yeah, so it was, uh, you, uh, it was a crazy, crazy times, both, both of the times I was there. Right. Once as an audience, and the second time, too, as a uh, husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now... Uh, we were, it was near where Stooges actually played was near Otranto, where the gig was supposed to be, but did not happen. It was a little village called Malpignano. Malpignano. Melpignano. Melpignano. Yeah, yes. sorry, sorry, excuse me. So, and it was an old cloister uh, where the nuns used to live maybe 800 years ago. It was a very uh, striking scene, and it was a great gig. Good child, good yes. people, and at last minute had to be reorganized because of this uh, problem with the permit. I'm the only one who, of the Stooges people that, because we stayed way up uh, by Bari, you know, and I took a, a path, a bike path, mm-hmm. uh, uh, alongside the Adriatic all the way down to Toronto. Inside that, you know, it's a castle, but they have a little town inside it, and I, I went in there. And I'm, I'm the only one because... Anyway, enough about me, about you. So, what I'm trying to say is, Bari isn't like, um, yeah, maybe uh, you're a tourist, but you should go there. A lot of olive trees, a lot of good chow, a lot of good people, a lot of sun. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of my, of my town. It's, yeah. uh, it's a great place to see. Now, besides, <laughs> besides cassette players, was there any other kinds of musical uh, um, devices in yeah. your house? Yeah. Mm. Yes, in my house uh, there was uh, no great listening. My okay, I discovered later the, how my parents uh, were fun because uh, I discovered some vinyls of my mother about Italian progressive uh, like uh, Premiata Forneria Ban- Marconi, PFM. some uh, PFM, yes, and uh, big Battisti. Big song here when I was teenager was celebrate. Yes, yes, the celebration, the album. Yes, it was yeah, yeah. Uh, huge in the uh, US, I guess, because yeah. it was the that one was singed in uh, in English, That's if right. I remember. That's right. And uh, um, part of that whole movement, I think they had the same guy writing words who wrote for King Crimson and uh, Emerson, like and Paul Palmer. Oh, maybe I don't know that. Yeah, Pete Sinfield. <laughs> But to kind of, yeah. this is a long time ago. But uh, so your parents are listeners, but they're not players. No, they were not players. Not they are. Uh, my mother was a listener, and my father and music uh, was not a connection. Uh, sometimes in the car, but just the radio, the music uh, 
the music coming uh, from the radio with no special things, no players around me. Yeah, so there's no instruments. So what about school? What, uh, were you in the choir or the school band or shit like that? I was. Uh, I started playing because uh, a friend of mine, uh, Benny, uh, told me we need a bass player. So I said, okay, what is uh, the bass? And I said, okay, I, I can play that, I guess. And I start playing. But before that moment, uh, maybe some keyboards, but just uh, just playing, not uh, with the... Uh, I, I was not into music uh, playing before that moment. Even at school, I didn't have uh, a good teacher at school. So I was not uh, passionate about that. Okay, what about listening? What was the first record you bought with your own money? The first, um, the first record I bought, I guess it was a Zappa uh, records because I, uh, my my musical influence coming from uh, my bigger cousins or some friends, no, and so I have uh, tons of uh, duplicate cassettes, no original stuff. I have no money for that, and uh, then when uh, when I bought something, maybe it was. Uh, I was uh, already into, I know what uh, what I want. And maybe I was uh, or in something uh, reggae or maybe it was already Zappa because when I started listening Zappa, everything changed uh, in, uh, in my life some way. <laughs> Frank Zappa had big influence. What about first, yes. gig, what first gig you went and saw? My first gig, I was when, uh, when I was really kid, uh, my uncle brought me to Paolo Conte concert. It was a big concert and uh, in this... Uh, theater in a tent theater because the Bari theater was burnt and so we had no theater in uh, in the town and they built this tent theater while they were uh, rebuilding the the original one and so it was uh, was there this huge big uh, a big concert that was like tent like circus okay. yes a tent like circus yes yeah, yeah, because it was uh, it's supposed to be like for a few years, but it lasts a very long time, this situation. <laughs> you know, they used to build willies in a tent in Toledo. Willies, uh, uh, you would know willies. They made the Jeep, if you know this uh, small little car in the army. Yes, yes, yeah, the Jeep, yeah, yes. Yeah, the Jeep. Willies over. Now it's Italian, the Jeep. So That's I know right, that. because they went in with, uh, with Chrysler and they made a, a merger, huh? Yeah. Yes, yes. The Germans tried it, it didn't work out. But with the Italians, it's working out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fiat. Huh? Fix it Fiat, again. Yes. We say here, fix it again, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, Fiat's are very good now. They had kind of bad reputation in the 60s. So did everything, right? Nationalism is a wonderful thing. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> so, so when Benny asked you to do bass, what? Well, no, yes, no, yes, no, 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 no. First, first, let's play Estrangero. Uh, I'm 
There's nothing to communicate 
Watt from Pedro Show. Started that chunk of music off with Super Freak Estagiero from the new album. Frog Women after that, I hope. Il Cloro, VHS Punk and Paste. Il Mao Victor Senza Far Nieta. Niete. Sorry. Excuse me. I'm going to fucking destroy everybody's language. I'm sorry. Not on purpose. <laughs> Texas from Bari. Texans from Bari. Uh, I'm so tired of missing you. Luke Lucas. Yeah, I detected it. I think he's U.S. Yes, uh, yes. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get into this. Uh, Chris, uh, Christio with Piper or Peeper. <laughs> yeah, destroy everyone's language. Yeah. <laughs> Tercio de Gubia from Marco Sorato and Raul Cantizano. This is from Sevilla in Spain, and he's a bass brother. He's uh, working with the he's stand-up man. And he, uh-huh. uh, Working with the flamenco guitar, D. Boone loved flamenco, you know. So oh, Mar- Marco, yeah, he sent me lots. Actually, he likes uh, shred, right? But he's also trained in a stand-up be- uh, jazz. You know, music is music. I love yes, it. I love it. I love it. Matt Nelson, after that, another bassman, but from Knox- Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, Dreams One and Two, brand new album, and he's switching from the stand-up to electric bass which you don't see a lot of people do. Devin Hoff's done a little bit of that. Some people pick one or the other, you know. Somebody like mm-hmm. uh, Dever, Trevor Dunn, he'll do both. I tried in the 90s. It was too hard for me, so I had to stick with electric. Stand-up is like gigantic violin. <laughs> the way you put your hand. Yeah, without the chin part, huh? Then mm-hmm. uh, Bomas Brendan, Yellow File. Finally, Fentic Function. Super Freak. So... When Benny asked you to do the bass and you don't know what that bass is, how old? I was uh, 16, I guess, yes. Okay, okay. Now, what do you do? Do you do you actually get a real bass or do you get a guitar and try to play it with four strings? No, I have both uh, a real bass. Uh, it was a very cheap one, uh, a Roytech, I remember the brand. And uh, we start a band directly, immediately, the, the, the day after I bought it. Well, I asked so, you that not because you're the tonto. But I'm the Stunato who played a guitar for like three years with four strings. <laughs> because Arena Rock, you were so far away, I didn't realize it was more than just only four strings. They were bigger strings. <laughs> so I didn't no, know. But, uh, yeah, I didn't know. For I thought they had skinnier necks. I had no idea. I didn't know bass, bass meant lower. I was an idiot. You know, I just didn't. It was different. We're talking early 70s, right? And, uh, thank God D-Boom... Uh, Mother put me on the bass because I owe her everything. And I owe everything to him for playing with me. So you and Benny make this band. What do you call it? We call it La Direzione, which means the direction. Because uh, every time we split the rehearsal room with another band, and we didn't know how to sign, you know, when we want to say something to them. And so we we put La Direzione, like in, uh, in an hotel, no, they put the direction, the director. And so we added this name. It was This was the reason. Okay. Kind of descriptive. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and uh, what does this band do? Does it, does, it, does it copy songs? Or do you guys try to start writing your own songs right away? No, we start immediately with our songs. But because we, I... And uh, even other guys didn't know how to play, you know, so we can do just our songs and not songs from uh, other guys. 
that is too difficult for us. Sure, so we sure. start writing song, it was easier. Now, now, well, how was the process? Did Benny bring the songs or did everybody help write? Yes, at the beginning, yes. It was Benny or there is Gianni, which was the singer. They were more into music than, uh, than the other guys. And we follow him at the beginning, yes. Okay, okay. So like, here, here's uh, the chords, here's the melody. Now, yes, you, it was you, like but, that. But I'm, I'm, I'm curious, did, did they say, now you play this, go from th this fret to that fret, or you find out yourself? No, it was more like uh, you find out yourself, but okay. uh, sometimes they help. In the beginning, they help because uh, I didn't know how to put uh, ends or how yeah, to do I, things. I, I under, uh, yeah, I capito, you mm -hmm. know, but I'm, 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 I'm uh, trying to understand how did you deal with that, not knowing but wanting to play. Because you have no teacher, right? They're kind of your teacher? Yes, they were my teachers in some way. I, they were playing, they teach me something. And then uh, sometime I went uh, maybe reading something on the internet, but the internet was uh, still a wild place. So you didn't find uh, many things and they were all in English. That for me was uh, a little hard still at the moment. And what do you use for amplifier? I, I took an amplifier, a Lani. It was a, a little wine, wine, like 60 watt. I still have that one. Lani, yeah, yeah, English, I think. Lani, yes. So, uh, actually, I played some Lanies with the Stooges, big ones. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah, I thought in some ways they were better than the Ampegs. I mean, we were, I was always using red and stuff. I never knew until the first note of the first song. <laughs> no, <secret. laughs> yeah, it was... But it, but it was still yes, it, it was very the, thrilling. But I, the, the, I'm curious. I'm curious. The tempo was very small, no, for playing with that band. So I put everything on uh, on the highest uh, part. So it was a lot of middle sound uh, in the beginning, and maybe I I keep some way playing in the way with uh, some middle sound for the bass, not too low. Ah, we're talking about. Uh treble mid-range bass and so you, yes, you're, you're yes, boosting yes. up the mids yeah because a small amp and yeah you you want to be able to he hear yourself uh, can you remember the first gig yes the first gig was uh, like uh, in a house a birthday it was uh, and we played there like uh, it was our first gig we played like a kind of stoner uh, we can say so we want to be very heavy there and i remember the the father of uh uh, the guy, the girl was uh, having her birthday. That came us to say, "This is not music. This is noise." And we were like, "Yes!" It was a, a congratulation for us. No, it was like a, something good. We yeah. were so happy to to do noise. You had success. <laughs> it was success. Yes, yes, yes. It was yeah, a successful yeah, yeah, concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially <laughs> you piss off the father. Yeah, it's a success. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. Uh, can you remember the first song you wrote with these guys? I it was uh, I, I guess uh, some years later because uh, in the first years I was just following. I, I do my best lines, but uh, uh, I didn't uh, wrote a lot of songs. So it was more on my part that on uh, on the whole songs. Maybe it came later with the second band. They were almost the same guys uh, uh, with another. Uh, drummer that it was uh, from Guiman, so he, he came with us. Uh, we met him, and uh, then in that period, maybe I wrote uh, some song, but I can't remember the, the exact song because it was uh, 
uh, more into we write together the songs. No, in the beginning it was more Benny or other other guys. Then we start uh, writing together as a band. Collaboration. Yes, it was more collaboration. Okay, yes. okay. In uh, Frog Women, so I'm thinking uh, Luciano. Uh, no, Luciano uh, arrived uh, later when we start uh, Alter Gingalever because uh, Luciano was the um, older brother of our singer Gianni. That's right. And uh, you, you, you met Gianni. Yeah, because Gianni, Gianni played with that. Of course, I was in the band for the wedding with Gianni and Benny. Yes. Yeah, yeah okay. And Luciano was, yeah, not there, of course. And I was still young at the beginning. He arrives later, and uh, we start uh, this band called uh, Altier Jinga Lepers. Right, and right. And then we choose to create uh, a label. No, because we had uh, we started writing a lot of songs uh, uh, together, alone. Uh, each one had this uh, solo project. Uh, and so we said, oh, we, have, uh, we are uh, four people, uh, like eight bands. We can do a label. This is important because... Lepers is how I find out about you guys' music. Lepers, L-E-P-E-R-S dot yes. I-T, people. If you go there, now it's a Bandcamp site, but it used to be a website on its own. And this is where I found all this Bari music. And I started playing on my show. Actually, I think the gateway was uh, my waste of space place, which uh, nobody uses anymore. But I think that's how I stumbled onto it. And yes, it was on my space, yes. Yeah, I have my own name for it. My waste of space place. Ah, okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but this is how I stumble onto all this music. And so that's how it happened. Okay, okay. Because I was wondering what the uh, timeline, the chronology was. So, so you're playing with Benny, then you make a band with Luciano, then you make a label with Luciano, and this is Lepers. Okay. Yes, we were like this band, Altergica Lepers, and we all... Uh, create this label uh, all together at the beginning we were like uh, five people see, see, see. yeah but many different uh, costumes uh, or different ways to present yourself different uh, projects different collaborations different bands yes yes it was uh, funny our idea was to to be almost always the same people but changing uh, position now we start playing other instruments and doing stuff that uh, we didn't know i started as super freak because uh, frog women lent me uh, an acoustic guitar and so i recorded an album uh, playing it was my first time with a guitar and then i said i, I can do it oh okay <laughs> yeah two more strings <laughs> yes yes <laughs> okay we're at the end of the first hour april 10 2021, what Pedro so special guest, Giuseppe Lariccia. I say that right? Lariccia. It's Lariccia. A, hard, uh, a K yes. sound. Yes. The C's always screw me up in Italian. I never know how I say <laughs> them. They can be S's. They can be SH's. They can be CH's. <laughs> they can be K's. <laughs> I will learn someday. Hold tight for our two. April 10, 2021. It's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro show. Can you sure assign a line?
Pedro Show. We start off the second hour. Super Freak. Author is a Paratext 2. Paratext 2. Also. Paratext 2, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Casa Maybe I'm. <laughs> Trippy band name. Cheha <laughs> uh, Invanado. Invitado. Tanti Bali. And Quarteto uh, Capodoglio. That's a. Doyo. Doyo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the whale. The. The guy yes, sperm tea. whale. Sperm whale, sperm whale. Ballina, huh, for the other guys. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Una espertata conciencia del mundo esterno. Sorry, people, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay, plof after. This is a bunch of uh, lepers bands, people. And of course, they're all from uh, most of the uh, Bari area. Huh? Like he was saying, actually the same guys in different kind of uh, formations. Uh, Bobby... Bob. And then uh, Panzanellas? Or Nellis? Yeah. Is it Spanish? Panzanellas. Okay. It's, yeah. So you say Nellis. Right? Uh, broken Nose. L.A. Not La, but L.A. Los Angeles. Huh? L.A. Beard Club. Beginner. And then Sibioke Jokes. Sibioke Jokes. Super free. Okay. Now, now was there a, a specific studio that you did all this in? Or everybody did them at home? Uh, it was almost made uh, at home, or we uh, because at one point uh, I I understood that way. You know, it was uh, people talking about do it yourself, and so I said, if it's do it yourself, you have to do yourself everything. You no, know? and so I have to record my own things because that's the way. It was like uh, I was very. Uh, rigid in some way on that. No, we don't need studio. We record our own things. But we, so we start buying some microphones and stuff and put it together. So mostly uh, the band I played was recorded by our own selves. Then uh, uh, the Brad Pitt that is, uh, was from Altamura near Bari and they have uh, their own studio, and they are, Brad Pitt are also Quartetto Capodoglio, even uh, um, Libellul Incandescenti, many, many bands too, and they were like uh, another little, uh, they had the lepers approach to the music, so when we met, we said, okay, we were already uh, thinking the same way, and they, they were in in the label. Now, can I ask you, before you guys, did Bari have a rock scene? Yes, yes, there was a, uh, um, there was a punk scene. There was this well, band. Well, not, that, not uh, really a punk scene, like rock and roll, because this is sometimes the problem. The old rock and roll didn't like the punk rockers. In the 70s here, there was a big problem. Um, I guess in Bari was everything mixed. Okay. There was no so much difference uh, between uh, punk and reggae and, uh, and rock because they live... Uh, all in the same spaces, no? They were like uh, occupied places or some uh, venues, uh, and they played all the kind of gigs. So the people mostly were uh, were connected, or in some way they know each other. So it was there was no so much big uh, split. Yeah, we had a huge split. Like punk rockers could not play rock and roll places. It was, uh-huh. Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> you know, we're talking a long time ago, but I was wondering if you guys had the same problem. So there was some studios in Bari. You just said, forget it. It's DIY. Yes, yes, there so were. Yeah, and it wasn't like they didn't allow you to play. You just thought that the, the, the situation was do it yourself. Yeah, okay. Yes. Okay. Later, I recorded sometimes in a studio a couple of times, uh, but I was uh, more adult, less uh, rigid. I understood that, I, that it was easier in that way. Well, 
Yeah, but maybe you learn more doing it on yourself. Now, what did you start with? The four track cassette? Uh, we start uh, with the DAT. It was. Uh, DAT. Uh, yeah. Yes, four, four tracks, yes. Okay, four tracks. So you learn how to do bounce, sound down sound, Les Paul. Yes, I uh, learn, I don't know, but we do that. Well, <laughs> what happens is Super Freak is kind of a one man band, right? Yeah, Super Freak was most, uh, it's when uh, it started when I was alone. It was my my band. I, I was very, I already had the name Super Freak because uh, I thought I will do something with uh, bass uh, and funky. But when I start recording, I didn't do that. I was doing uh, other stuff. Oh, you, you mean you're talking about Rick James? I, I knew Rich, Rick James later. It, to me, it was like to say super monster. It was something, uh, I would like to say something weird, you know? And so I said uh, super freak. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you know it's kind of a sex thing, right? There's freak. Yes, yes. But yes, then there's I super freak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's play some more super freak.
For Pedro Show, that music became a super freak. Bargain that sign again. Then uh, Hator, Serchi, uh, Centauri after that, Ministero dello Spazio, uh, Tiziano, Sarah with uh, Del Mar, and finally Super Freak, Aluxinate. Now, see, I asked you about the sound on sound because, yeah, one man band. And so, what, 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 what first usually the bass? No, generally the guitar, because okay. I told you, uh, Super Freak is when I start playing guitar. I understand. It was connected but, with the guitar, yes. But I still hear bass sometimes. Uh, a lot of times Super Freak still has, yeah, it's not dos or something. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I hear bass, I hear bass. So, so yes, I, I played uh, on a multi-track. Uh, generally, uh, the last album, it was uh, I, I played uh, almost uh, the keyboard. Uh, all the songs are written on uh, on a keyboard, uh, on a Casio tone. And then I write uh, all the other parts uh, with a couple of friends that are uh, Jacopo Fiore that played drums uh, from ISM band. Yeah, sure. And uh, Andrea Caprara, maybe you know. Yeah, sure. Sigoti, and he played the sax on the album. Sigoti. Right, right, Tollum, uh, U.S. guy. And uh, the, yes, the, yes. the other guys were, uh, where were they? Forenza, I think, or outside, in Tuscany somewhere. Yes, yes, they were from uh, Tuscany. Yeah, I, I remember uh, they cooked for me very <laughs> old pad, and when I looked out the window, it was just like a painting from 600 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. You can see with those landscapes. So, But what I'm curious about, uh, of course, you're probably using a pewter now to record into, right? Uh, I didn't understand. What, what, you don't use the data anymore for recording. You use a computer. Right? No, no, I use a computer. Yes, yeah, yeah, since yeah. Uh, years, it was uh, easier, and I can do some cut and paste. Sure, uh, sure. When you play alone, it's easier. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. I, I use it all the time, even though I usually use it like a tape recorder. It, yeah, it's very convenient. And and so, 
Because I ask with the one man band, you know, a lot of one man bands they start with the drums. Then a ah, lot of really? your tunes, yeah, but then a lot of your tunes don't have drums. Yes, because uh, I can play drums. It's uh, it's the thing that I can play with uh, no uh, no ability, good, uh, not even for me. So I ask uh, every time I ask someone to play drums for me. And how do you record them? Because you don't bring them into your house, right? Uh, no, I have a, a rehearsal uh, room. Uh, where I play with the uh, ah, bands. Practice pad, yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. Makes and sense. we go there to record the the, the loudest stuff, you know. <laughs> right, 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 right. And, and I love this idea that the guy making the music, writing the music, composing the music, is also recording the music. I think it's more possible these days. Yes, yes. Now I think a uh, lot of people do that. Yeah, yeah. When even because more is more going uh, to uh, electronic and stuff and it's easier to do by your own uh, at home but i guess it's funny for me it's funny even the uh, the mix moment uh, and uh, i i have a couple of people uh, which i speak a lot when i start an album i start uh, writing them speaking with them with telephone i said i put uh, plus one on the bass what do you think and they answer me mm, too much mm, okay and it was uh, every time a lot of speaking. We spent a lot of time mixing, but uh, it's uh, it's a good thing because uh, you keep talking about the album with other people, and they give you uh, new ideas uh, and uh, and stuff. Advice and uh, advice, you, and it yes. gives you a certain uh, perspective that's outside yourself. Yes, and it's very important. Yeah, 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 yeah. We say. So you can see the forest for the trees. <laughs> We're at the end of the second hour, April 10, 2021, Dish Wap Pedro Show. Special guest, Giuseppe Laricchia. Right. Okay. All <laughs> okay. time, hour three. April 10, 2021. It's the third hour of the Wap for Pedro Show.
From Pedro Show, we start off the third hour with Super Freak doing Illuminati guys. You're missing a member. And then Garage Boy with Still Life with Mobile Mobile Phone. And finally Super Freak with S1 minus <laughs> S1 <hard>. minus <laughs> zero and S2 minus zero. Yeah, it's a mathematical formula. <laughs> And, ah, uh, it's, it's semiotic, not mathematical. Ah, semiotic, sorry. Well, it's, yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's, okay, let's say this. It's algebra, huh? It's uh, some kind of syntax to... Uh, no, no, no. It's more uh, near to language that represent uh, uh, the... Um, when I give some, some uh, knowledge to another people, it represents that I keep the knowledge, but even the other one had uh, that knowledge too. So it's uh, about the language, not about the uh, arithmetics. Yeah, but in a way, algebra doesn't always have to be mathematic. It's just a, it's a <laughs> it's a language, right? It's a way. Yes, of talking. yes. It's true. a way of describing. And and, and uh, you talk. What what I see here is I could tell it was semiotics. I am big fan of Mr. Umberto Eco. Yes. Might it might have invented it. <laughs> he was <laughs> no, very no. important with it. But yeah, this he's. Uh, people, semiotics is the uh, the science of signs. Uh, things are always pointing to things. And so what he's describing here is kind of a relationship of information. Yes, it's like people that explains jokes some ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, could, you could try to explain a joke. <laughs> but you know, there's a thing about jokes, right? You have to get it. Yeah, so yes. I wonder if science will ever solve that problem. But... Uh, Okay, tell me about songwriting process. Yes, uh, generally, uh, um, right, we have uh, when I play with Super Freak, uh, it's more uh, connected with. Uh, I start playing uh, an instrument, so it comes uh, the music before uh, uh, everything. So I start playing guitar or keyboards, so mostly guitar or keyboard, sometimes bass, but it's mostly guitar and keyboard. And then I start singing in a fake language like uh, English or French or no no words and so that makes me the uh, a part and then I put different parts while I uh, accumulate these little parts and I put it together I, I guess Super Freak is like uh, a mix of uh, very micro songs all together one after the other Ah, so, so, and then you compose them to like an album, so it's like one big piece. Yes, yes, like like uh, like one song. There used to be five, five six songs before uh, that moment. I cut it and I said, okay, I take a piece uh, from that and a piece from uh, this song and I put it together. How does it sound? Okay, it's good. Okay. I can do with that. So the, t- <laughs> the title comes last. Yes, the title comes uh, when I write, uh, when I draw the album, generally. But it seems Super Freak titles are very important. 
Yes, in this album it was more uh, focused because I, I was I had uh, this idea um, because sometimes I received uh, memes and I didn't understand that. No, so I start to looking at that a lot of them and uh, and studying and I was uh, I studied semiotic at university so. I started reading this book, uh, Lexia, which was uh, semiotic uh, with memes. And so everything uh, was mixing up and coming back in my life. And so I said, maybe it's the, the main topic I want to talk about uh, in this album. So this one is more focused, too. Yeah, you know, I, now I realize I was a student. Instead of mathematics, I should have said logic. That's exactly what this yes, is. It's yes, logic. it's more near logic. Ma yes. Mathematics is an applied form of logic. The, the, the bigger, uh, this is a subset of logic, uh, this is semiotics, this uh, explaining how knowledge is passed on. And people, the idea of memes is sort of uh, parallel to the uh, idea of virus things uh yes yes spread yes. sometimes yes yeah they spread and the good thing of memes that was interesting for me they are kind of unfinished text no if you don't know uh what it's behind that memes you you cannot understand that right the because con the, the context yes you have to finish that text <laughs> if you don't With know the context if, if you if you don't understand the context you're lost yes and and, and what happens is people Maybe that seems obvious, but we take it for granted. And you could be lost. You could be totally ignorant, even though you have all that information, because you don't understand the context. Right. That's yeah. it. Okay, great. I love it. Okay, I want to play this this other side project you have, Arabia uh, Sadad. Arabia Sadaji. Yeah. That's yeah, uh, yeah. Portuguese. Portuguese. <laughs>
ragazzi, eh, io sono in quella di Maratea per fare una incredibile, nonché avveniristica cura per il, la crescita dei capelli. E sono con voi con tutto il mio cuore e il mio cuoio capelluto.
Thank you.
Questo per contare Era bellissimo no? Ci avevo investito Che era un amore Ma ti dico Scordate di me! Scordate di me! La mia era bronzata! Il tuo busto era bellissimo! Mi dispiace, ma sono già impegnata! Ma mi ha alzato da 16 anni! E mi sto per sposare! Lo so, sono una ragazza, però purtroppo io ti dico di no! Ti dico di no! Questo è Io ti amo! 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 Io e così i due giovani non si rivedono mai più Why for Pedro Show, last music for this edition, Japal. You know, it was the Portuguese that gave us the word Japan. They don't say that over there. They, they call it Niho or Nipo. Uh, uh, Rabia Sadara. And then and then this big jam. Uh, I don't know who's in this band. Trichology? Yes, it's a very big band. The band is called Trichology, yes. Okay, but this, this piece is like half hour, right? But I just thought, let's get all the lepers in. 
because it's a big jam, huh? La and actually only one part. It's the first part, la caduta. La caduta. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because trichology is focused on uh, losing air. We jam to not lose air. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay. And finally, Frog Woman and Super Freak. I guess this was an early collab. Sono finanzata. Oh, great song. Okay. But that's way back up for you guys. Yes. <laughs> But it shows you the more things change, the more they stay the same. You guys are still pioneers. You're still exploring. You're still experimenting. Yes. Uh, we live now uh, uh, quite far because I moved in Milan. But right, uh, right. For Guiman, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a brother for me. Right, right. So people, he, he lives almost by Switzerland. Uh, yes, much, yes. Much I'm far from the heel now. of the boot. <laughs> <laughs> Now he's at the top of the boot where you put your leg in, okay? For, for a moment there, you know, I think just because you guys were so kind of isolated and do yourself, it's kind of why you got into the DIY thing and, and it wasn't just a slogan. It was actually a way of doing things. Uh, sure, sure. I, w- I wasn't not in a scene. There was not a scene like uh, us. We were like uh, the weird ones uh, in uh, in the Bari scene, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but that reconnects to a lot of people. That was lucky for me because when I went uh, here in Milan, I already knew all the people which I the tour in the barrio or the uh, where I played. So I already have friends here, and it was a great thing. Music uh, helped me uh, now moving from a place to another in an easy way. Yeah, the musical connections lasted. And, yes. Uh, so future plans. Future plans. I'm um, in this moment. Uh, I'm playing and uh, thinking to new albums and stuff. So I will do, I think, a compilation focused on uh, fake, uh, fake language. So people that try to sing uh, a language they don't know. And uh, and I have this idea, but it's very hard to do. I want to do an uh, hip hop album, but on a Byzantine Imperium Imperial, sing the, in uh, ancient Greek. I, it was my challenge no, to do that. It's uh, very hard because I can't rap and I never did uh, hip-hop music before. And I, I cannot speak Greek. So there is a friend that's helping me. And I got two songs at the moment. But it was all focused on uh, uh, the Byzantium and uh, the uh, Roman Empire, uh, the The Eastern, Eastern Roman Empire, right? Right, right, right. Actually, they never even said Byzantine. You know, that's after they were gone. But yes, yes, yes. When, yes, when, we're, when uh, the Western part fell, people, the Eastern part kept going, and that's the one that turned Christian. And uh, the big town was uh, Constantinople, which we call Istanbul now. Right. It was, uh, and I started reading. I never studied uh, that's the, the history, and I started reading, and it's amazing. It's uh, like more than. Uh, It's like uh, you can see in a movie, but uh, harder and uh, crazier uh, stuff. So it was, uh, I was a fan of that uh, history. Yeah, <laughs> lasted like a thousand years. And in fact, there's an Umberto bo- uh, Echo book that starts yes. about Alino. Now, Baudolino yes, is yes. a guy who's born with a, a great talent. He can understand every language. <laughs> <laughs> I love that book. It was crazy. And it starts with the sacking. It was Christians taking another Christian town to pay off their gambling debt to the Venetian. Mr. Echo had a great sense of humor. 
Yes. But also some very uh, strong truths, too. I, I, I'm a big fan of his work. Yeah. And it's been a big honor. When you get this record done, will you come back on the show and we can play it and talk about it? Yes. Yes. Okay. We can do that. Uh, I don't know when we'll finish because no, I no started. Pressure, the, no pressure. No pressure. Uh, <laughs> like, like Orson Welles said, no wine before it's time. No wine. Yes, yes, because it's very hard. That's right. And uh, I start one song for each. Uh, uh, for some uh, emperor, no? So I start from Constantinos, and uh, it's uh, in Latin. It was easier for me because Latin is more similar to Italian. And then uh, I, I'm starting with Greek, and it's it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it, though. And, and also, people, Lepers at, ba at Bandcamp, L-E-P-E-R-S dot L-T, or uh, lepers.bandcamp.com. Great, great music there. And uh, Giuseppe, thank you so much for being on the show and, and keep thank on Thank you to on. you. Oh, absolutely. Fellow bass brother. <laughs> okay. Sure. People, April 10, 2021 edition of Peter Show. Keep your powder dry.